Hey y'all, welcome to Life Coach BFF Show. Do you want to confidently parent your teen while remaining sane and still finding joy in your everyday? Do concerns of their safety, mental health, influences of social media and the ACT, as well as the act, frighten and keep you awake at night? Following a move, finding myself lonely, isolated, and drowning in the realities of parenting teenagers, I felt completely lost and depleted. After a year of sitting in loneliness, I knew it had to stop. I transformed my mindset to something I call living on green, and I'm going to teach it to you. In this podcast, we're giving all things to God, find beauty in the brokenness, triumphs through the trials of parenting teens, all the while finding joy in establishing balance. I'm your new BFF, Heather, and you're not lonely anymore. We're in this together. Get your axe spray out, pick up those dirty gym socks, put your lip gloss on, and let's do this. Hello, darling. Welcome back for what I'm going to call 3 in 23 Minutes. I'm going to try and discuss three of your questions or comments in 23 minutes or less. So wish me luck. And if you're new, I'm your BFF Heather because we all need a BFF. And guess what? We can do hard things. Together, we can do hard things. Speaking of hard things, my book, Keep It Simple, Sarah, launched last week. And because of you, it is ranking number one in new releases in a teen and young adult category on peer pressure. So woohoo, you did it. And I'm still shocked. I don't know why I'm still shocked because you are the best BFF ever. So a great big thank you to you. If you haven't grabbed your copy, you can link from the show notes or search Keep It Simple Sarah on Amazon. The paperbacks will come in in a few days, but the hardbacks take a little bit longer. So if you'll be patient, that'll be awesome. And wow, thank you again. I cannot thank you enough. Please, please, please leave a review on Amazon. And I wanted to tell you that I left plenty of room on each page for your little precious or your LP friend to journal, or you can get aunts, grandmas, friends of the family, and other wise women to leave positive affirmations and advice for your teen. They can write on the page of the topic of their choice I really hope you enjoyed this book. So far, I've received a lot of great feedback. I know I've had moms say that they're buying it for Christmas gifts. I've had moms who don't have daughters of their own, only have sons. I shouldn't say only have sons. It's great to have sons, but it's also good to have daughters. So either or both is fantastic. But I have had some boy moms, that's a better way to put it, who bought the book for themselves. And they're going through these different topics and kind of going through it with their sons. And it's just a great coffee table book. It's a great bedside table book. So I hope that you will enjoy this easily digestible book for teen girls It is written in a social media format. The content is easy to consume, and the girls seem to be enjoying it. So, yay. Go grab a copy. Okay, the first email 
is from Martha in Dallas, Texas. Hi, Heather. I really enjoy your podcast, but there's one topic that always makes me cringe when it comes up. Every time you talk about chores for teens, it makes me want to turn off the episode, but then I'm afraid of what I might miss if I don't listen. I have one child who is a 15-year-old boy, and we do not give him any jobs around the house. We believe that there is plenty of time ahead for him to work, and we have a service that takes care of our lawn. He doesn't have a lot of free time, and I want him to catch up on his chores, on his chores, oh, on his sleep, on his sleep on the weekend. Now I've got chores on the brain, Martha. His sleep on the weekend. Okay, Martha, does your little precious play video games? <laughs> because if he does, then he has plenty of free time. He has plenty of free time to help with jobs and chores around the house. And you have one child, so okay, maybe you can handle all the picking up and laundry yourself, but what if there were three or four or even just two of your little preciouses? What if you had a bigger mess? What what would your philosophy be then? I mean, this is concerning to me. What This is why it's concerning to me, Martha. This is why. What if he doesn't have the income to hire a lawn service one day? Who will do this for him? What if he is not taught these life skills? And I mean, maybe you live in a condo and, you know, and not not you, Martha, but someone else. And you don't require a lawn, lawn service. But there are plenty of other ways that your teen can contribute. It's not just the lawn with boys. I mean, we, our sons unload the dishwasher and load the dishwasher. I mean, we have, you've heard me talk about it. We're, we're all participating. We are equal opportunity. <laughs> we're an equal opportunity family. So we want everybody to learn all of these life skills. Okay. Now, Martha, back to you, not me. Are you willing to pay for therapy for he and his future spouse one day when his plate can't find the dishwasher? That's another concern of mine because if he, this could really, this could cause a lot of issues in his marriage one day. And not only could it cause issues in his marriage, because right now he has the mentality of being served. He is used to you serving him. I don't know about your husband, but he is used to being served. And so he is not being allowed the opportunity to serve the rest of the family. So this is important. This is so important that he has that opportunity. Don't rob him of this opportunity, Martha. Martha, I could go on and on and on. So chores, they help build good habits. Research shows teens who do chores have a higher sense of self-esteem. They learn all these great life skills. It helps them with roommates and spouses. Later on, all these relationship situations. I mean, I talk to any mom who has had children go to college and listen to the feedback of the stories because there's nothing worse than a roommate who does not participate in keeping the living space clean. It is not good. The other roommates do not enjoy 
having a roommate like this. They don't. They talk bad about them. <laughs> they just do. I'm being so honest with you, Martha. I mean, if you were here right now, I'd give you a big hug. I would just I'd give you a big squeeze. I would. I would squeeze you tight and love on you. But you need to know this. I don't want your little precious being gum on like gum on someone's the bottom of someone's shoe. Because if you if he does not learn all this, these to be helpful, I mean, this is about being kind and showing respect for the people around him. And by participating in household chores, he's showing you respect. He's being kind to you and to your husband as well. So let's rethink this. I respect the way you feel about this. I'm just trying to shed a different light on this for you. And I mean, I, I think that I don't think you're the only one, Martha, that feels this way that has just one child. But I promise <laughs> if you had several LPs, more than one LP, I just don't think that you would feel this way because there's only so much that one person can do. There's only so much, Martha. So I appreciate your comment. I mean, you're welcome to write back in. We can rehash this. I would love for you to come on the show with me and we'll talk about this because, yeah, your future daughter-in-law is not going to be thrilled with you if, if you don't make a few changes. That's just what I think. I don't want you to get upset, but that's what I think. Okay, the next... The next email is from Jennifer in Knoxville, Tennessee. Jennifer, I'm so happy that you're in Knox in Tennessee too. I do love Tennessee, especially this time of year when it starts turning cool. It's so beautiful and the leaves are so beautiful. So, okay. Jennifer says, hello, BFF. I'm no longer a mom of a teen, but I do want to get your opinion on something. My grown son and his wife are refusing to cut my four-year-old grandson's hair. He is a beautiful child, but must his hair be to the middle of his back? It is upsetting to both my husband and myself, and I'm strongly considering saying something to his parents. If it wasn't my... If it was my daughter's child, then we would have already had a discussion, but my daughter-in-law is on guard with me to some degree as it is. I just don't understand why they would be okay with him walking around looking like a girl. What would you do? Jennifer, (laughs) hear me when I say this. Listen, 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 friend. Don't say a word. Do not say a word. Just zip those lips. Oh, my goodness. Just don't. I mean, just take a deep breath, bite your tongue, whatever you need to do. Because somebody loves this hairstyle. Somebody has already thought this through, and they are loving this hairstyle. I mean, I don't know. I guess your son hasn't made any comments about it, so he must be on board with this. And I I get it. I totally, totally get it. Because you just, it's, how do I put this? It's a distraction. The long hair on a little boy can be such a distraction. And I know some of them have these beautiful angelic curls. But I know what you're talking about. Because, I mean, we, my husband and I, we have even 
had situations to where we've been around people who the son's hair will be especially long, but we're and we're not sure if it's a boy or a girl. I'm just going to come out and say it. It's confusing and it's a distraction, and you want to address the child. Now, here we go with all the pronouns. I mean, first of all, I'm really trying to remember names, much less a pronoun, but I want to make sure I don't want to say she if it's a he and he if it's a she, and I don't want to do anything that is disturbing to any child's self-confidence, and it's it's tough. That's a tough situation. So this is what my husband and I have decided. We do not care what our kids name their children. We, I mean, we don't care how they educate their kids. We, you know, we are here to love and support. That's what we're going to do. We're going to love and support and the decisions that they make, what sports or whatever they put their kids in, in their outside activities. Um, we are not going to comment on these things. <laughs> I mean, we may comment to each other and we may laugh about it with each other about some things, but we're not going to comment to our kids about this because this is your son's child and he get they get to choose. The mama and the daddy get to make the rules and you made the rules with your children. They get to make the rules with their children. So I just, I would not, I mean, don't say a word. Somebody at some point is going to call him a little girl and that will be the wake up call. That that will do it. I promise you. I've seen it before. That will do it. It may even happen publicly, like in front of a bunch of people or in social media. But at some point, I promise your four-year-old grandson will get a haircut. And you can celebrate. Send me a picture. Email a picture. I'd love to see it. But don't cut his hair. Don't you be the one to cut it. Don't take him to get a haircut when he comes to, to stay with with grandparents, don't don't try to be the hero in this because you will not be. It will it will do the exact opposite. So just don't comment. Just lots of love, lots of hugs. Keep loving on that baby. And you just if you want to talk about it to somebody, talk about it to your spouse. Talk about it to your best friend. You can pray that this child gets a haircut. Um, but no, don't don't. That's my advice to you. Not not a word. Not one. Don't even sigh too loud. Don't breathe too loud if the subject comes up. Don't glance sideways. Practice a soft smile. Just a little smile. Turn your lips up on the corner if the, the subject comes up. But not a word. I mean, not a word. Okay, we're going to run out of time. The next... This is our number three. Okay, it says, Hi, Heather, my 19-year-old. There's no location on this. Okay, it says, Marcy. Hi, Heather, my 19-year-old daughter is a college freshman at a university two hours away, and she is constantly complaining to me about her roommate. She seems happy other than this. Would you pay extra to allow her to have a private dorm room? If, if one is available in January. We want her to be happy, but money is tight. 
and we would have to sacrifice in other areas for this to work. What are your thoughts? I worry so much about this that I'm losing sleep. Okay, Marcy. First of all, take a deep breath. Deep, deep breath. You should not be losing sleep over this. This, I'm so glad that you wrote in about this. I, I can, I'm going to tell you exactly what I would do. And that is not one thing right now. I would not do one thing about this. She, your daughter, she's a freshman. And that's what, that's part of being a freshman in college, figuring it out. And very few freshmen really enjoy after the initial month and of excitement and fun, really enjoy their roommate at first because so many of our little preciouses are accustomed to having their own rooms at home, their own closets. They're not used to anyone wanting to borrow their clothes. A lot of them have their own bathrooms. So this is a totally new experience. And this may be the first experience for a lot of these girls to share. And sharing is important (laughs) because if they marry later on, they're not going to have their own room either or their own space. So this is the first lesson of many in sharing space. And I, I mean, it doesn't sound like if she's happy other than this, it doesn't happen. It doesn't sound like this is like a dangerous situation. I haven't heard anything in this message that makes me think that the roommate is a an abuser as far as like substance or, you know, it just doesn't sound like a dangerous situation. No mention of depression or anything like that. So I just, I would let her, I would encourage her to learn to be kind in a shared space. And I'm sure your daughter is kind. Are you because I'm sure you've taught her this, or this would not be a concern of yours, and you would not be writing. Now, the financially, I would not put myself in any kind of financial strain for a private dorm room. That's another thing. I would not do that. You don't need to eat hot dogs and rice and beans for the rest of the year, so your LP can be in a private dorm room. And I don't need, I mean, if she's happy other than this, she's going to miss out on so much by not having a roommate. I mean, there's so much fun that happens for a college freshman at 1 a.m. with a roommate. I mean, I'm just, I'm smiling, thinking back how much fun it was. So you don't want your daughter to miss all this. So there are too many negatives. The, The negatives outweigh the positive. She needs to get in there and, and get happy. And, I, and you said she's happy otherwise. So, no, I would not even entertain this. May will be here before we all turn around. We're going to look up, and it's going to be May. And she's going to be moving out. And between now and then, she will have probably changed plans for her sophomore year living arrangements at least four or five times. <laughs> So, I mean, this is a good time to share a lot of good lessons with her. 
about being the light. She can be a light to her roommate, a light to the people around her, maybe encourage her to do kind things for her roommate to make the situation better. You know, just bring bring her roommate a co- I mean, have her bring her roommate a cup of coffee or, you know, just little kind gestures. It doesn't have to be anything big just to make the situation more enjoyable. So that that's my thought on that. I would not do one thing. Okay, y'all, 19 minutes. We have a little time to spare. So if you have a question or a comment and you want it discussed on this show, you can email heather at heatherpetty.com or you can call and our hotline number is in the show notes. I love you. I am always cheering for you every single day. I'm cheering for you. I'm praying for you. I'm so incredibly grateful for you. You have no idea how grateful I am for you. And Jesus loves you even more. Always remember that. If you're ever in a situation where you think you just cannot do it anymore, if life seems overwhelming to you, I want you to email me. We're going to have a conversation. I want you to see the beauty in your life because it's there. I promise it is. And nothing is so terrible that it's worth giving up. Don't give up. Get a good night's sleep. Things will look better tomorrow. I promise everything looks better following a good night's sleep. Joy comes in the morning. So just remember that. And if you need somebody to talk to, I want you to email me, heather at heatherpetty.com. Let's talk about it. But I care about you. I love you. I want the very best for you. I know life can be hard sometimes, but you're tough. You can handle it and you can do hard things. I know this season in in life, it's not always an easy season and it ebbs and it flows. I mean, there are times that it's a lot easier than other times. It seems like I don't know. When you have teenagers, one day is just fantastic. It's off the charts. And then the next morning, you wake up and they don't even know who you are. They have amnesia. They've forgotten who you are over the, overnight in their sleep. They have no idea who you, who you are. They walk down the stairs and they don't even see you. <laughs> but then in the afternoon, when they ask what's for dinner... See, it's all good again. And they do remember you. They do recognize you. And when the hugs come, oh my goodness, the hugs and I love you, I love yous and all that makes it all worthwhile. It does. It makes it all worthwhile. So enjoy your life. Enjoy where you are. And again, if you need a friend, you need a BFF, I'm here. Okay. I love you and we will get together again soon. Thanks again for listening. I am so happy that you chose to spend this time with me. Quick disclaimer, I'm a coach, not a therapist. Always seek the support of a therapist for clinical mental health issues. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. 
Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF. Facebook at LifeCoachBFF. And also, we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs. Come join. We love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.